When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, it's audience choice time. Uh, our patrons voted and you selected Legally Blonde. Uh, yes, it's the perfect day. Oh, <laughs> hell are yeah. You, are you amped for this movie? Oh, I am pumped, dude. I What a what an honor to rewatch Legally Blonde. <laughs> ah, I, I'm so, I ended pitches right off the top. I like this movie unironically. <laughs> Like I like this movie. <laughs> I think that's a perfectly. Exa- I don't think there. I don't think this is a movie that people like. Ironically, I think this is a movie people like. Oh, good, cause cause sign me up. I love it. I I mean, obviously, like it, it has a f- couple of issues for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an early two thousands movie. The diversity is not there. <laughs> there is no diversity in the cast. I will say that. <laughs> um, that is prominent right off the hop. It is. Um, well, I and you know a couple of other minor things, but you're like, you know what? It's well, a romp. It, it's fun. Yeah, and, and it's funny that you bring that up because there is definitely a version of the, this movie that is stupid and shallow. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't make that movie. Uh, this is actually quite a well-informed, feel-good kind of movie about being who you are and, yeah. and all the rest. Yeah. Plus, there's no okay. Here's the thing: if you're like me, and sometimes movies give you anxiety. This one will probably not, okay? Because you're <laughs> yeah. just watching a bunch of privileged people run around, okay? That's it. That's the whole thing. And it still has a great arc and all that stuff. But pretty much, you know, the worst thing that could have happened to this woman is she drops out and goes hangs out of, out of a pool, okay? Like, what's the problem with that? I see no issue. Very low stakes for her. Low stakes. <laughs> we got some low stakes brewing. Um, so how would you describe the plot of this movie if people haven't oh, seen it? Oh my goodness. How do you even dive in? First of all, tale? just go watch it. What are you what are you doing? Come on! <laughs> You've got an hour and a half. You have an hour and a half. Enjoy this. Um basically, so we have Elle Woods, okay. She is a uh sorority lady, okay, very active, very bubbly. Everyone loves her. It's a great time. She's got this boyfriend who is she is convinced is going to propose to her. Um, he does not. He dumps her. And then she chases him to his school of choice. Uh, I mean, Harvard Law. In, Harvard Law. Okay. Impressive, but also mm, light stalking. I would say yes. Um, goes, changes her whole life plan. Okay. For a man that's dumped her, goes to Harvard. Um, realizes uh, over a series of events that this is actually something she would like to do. She does want to contribute. She wants to be a lawyer. She wants to rise to the occasion. Um, She is mean, very mean, (laughs) to uh, her ex-boyfriend's new fiancé, his uh, fiancé. 
which is a whole can there's of a conflict there for sure that we'll there's get into. Yeah. we're gonna get into that okay but that that occurs and then you know what for some reason through movie magic which is my favorite part of this movie um she is on this committee, basically, or not committee, which it's like she's a student helping out a lawyer with a murder case. Yeah. And the woman that's up on trial fires him and hires her, a first year law student, and she slams dunk. She just slam dunks on the court. She gets it done. She slum dogs her way through that court proceeding, wins, goes on to be. What I, I'm assuming valedictorian. She speaks at the graduation. Yep. Bing, bang, boom. We have a quick montage of uh, this happens to this person. This happens to this person. Everybody you want to win wins. She there hooks up go. with Luke Wilson at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, who wouldn't? Come on. <laughs> I, 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 I will. This is a hill I will die on. Uh, Luke Wilson is my favorite of the Wilson brothers. Uh, uh, I think that's fair. Yeah. Have you ever watched Home Fries? Uh, oh, is that the one about like there's a fighter jet, but like he knocks a girl up? At, like, is that also Reese Witherspoon? No, that is Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, and O'Hara. Right? And honestly, I know people don't like that. I fucking love that movie. I think it's <laughs> hilarious. I think you just sit down, you turn your brain off, and you have a nice time. Yeah. It's awesome. Catherine O'Hara as a villain is beautiful. She's this manipulative mother. I love it. Yeah, Sign uh, and give me a good Luke Wilson any oh, day. Yeah. I like Come Owen on. fine, but like pound for pound, give me a Luke. Pound for uh, pound. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, guys, we'll get to who our villain is for in a minute, but I just want to remind you that uh, we got June Audience Choice Month coming up right now. Uh, so uh, I, as of today, we're ending our Twitter poll. Um, depending on when you listen to this, you might be able to go on Twitter and vote for what we're doing uh, for one of the episodes next month. But we've handed the other three episodes off to our patrons. So all of the patrons who can vote, our two-faced level up, uh, are deciding the other three episodes. And that poll is running uh, pretty much all month. Uh, so you still got a chance there to sign up as a, a two-faced level patron or a golem level patron, and you will get uh, to pick which movies... Uh, we cover next month. And plus, if you sign up as a golem, you get some bonus episodes. So check that out if you want your say in what movies we're doing next month, and we'll be announcing those shortly. But then, obviously, Rebecca, who's the villain of this movie? Who? Oh, my God. There's actually a couple of villains, to be honest. But I would say the main arcing villain is the ex-boyfriend. Yeah, Warner. Yeah, yes. that's who I kind of had. I also had Vivian, his new fiance. I, yeah, I would say the first seventy-five percent of the movie. Yes, she's very much viewed as a opposing force, as a villain, as kind of this snooty woman. You know what I mean? That that waspy kind of yeah. Mm. And she is the person that we're supposed to be like, yeah, screw her. And if you watch it from our perspective, <laughs> whoa! Yeah. Oh my God, is Elwood's super wrong? <laughs> well, it's it, it's weird because like I am gonna defend Warner because I think he acts while dis. He's not a good guy, and like you don't cheer for the actions that he's taken, but he is actually pretty upfront and honest about the actions that he's taking. But at the same time, I think Vivian is also sort of a victim of the same sort of thing that Elle is. Mm-hmm. 
No, that makes sense. She is very much a prop in this man's life. Right. That's how this guy views things. This isn't like, this isn't love. This isn't whatever. This is I climb here. I have to be with this person. This is how this works. Yes. And as, but again, as, and as reprehensible as that is, he's very clear off the top of this movie anyway. And like, we don't really see their relationship when it's happening about that's what he wants. And, yeah. and Elle even agrees with him and goes, yes, I know that's important to you. Yes, I know that's that. And like, he's a dick about it. Cause mm-hmm. like, first of all, you're going to break up with some, if, if you're at the point of a relationship yeah. where she thinks you're going to propose. Oh no, don't, no, no, no. Don't no, take no. her out to dinner. No, nope. to break back up. It up. Back you, it up. Okay, no, back, you back oh, up. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, that's don't. right. That's right, you back up. No, just, here's the thing, okay, and I'm going to disagree, actually, on that point, okay, because that was very much her sorority's fault of increasing this woman's expectations, okay? Mm. I they, that was very much like they got her a card. Oh my god, you're gonna get engaged tonight. And it's like, I'm certain that man didn't give that clue. Okay, I don't think at any moment that guy was like, Hell yeah, this woman <laughs> thinks we're going to get engaged. Because we have to remember that through movie med, this woman still she's in a sorority, okay? Yeah. And they're going to go to a, another educational institution after this. So these people, I don't know, what are they, 23? Yeah. How old are they? Yeah, they're so, 23. Yeah, probably around 23, 24, maybe. Yeah. 24, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, the uh, the oldest, or unless it's like, oh, they both went later in life, which didn't really seem to be the no. vibe. I'm going to say at most these two people are 25, which I'm not saying that's unreasonable, to get married at 25 when you know, you know, get it. I got, I, I understand that concept, but to have the expectation of marriage in a relationship where you still live in a sorority house, I don't know if that's being realistic. Mm. Yeah. That's all I'd say. Because like, you know, I, if there was a scene, listen, if there was a scene leading up to this where this guy's like, you know, Ooh, like big, big surprise tonight. Da 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 da. Yeah, like, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yes, I would absolutely agree with your argument. But I think because all we see is other women build this woman up into these expectations, I would argue that that is not that man's fault to be like, I need to bring you to a public space to break up with you, which oh. I always think is a good move. <laughs> you think public space is good move for that? Did you? Did you see what happened, Craig? Did you hear the shrieking? Do you know how much worse that would be in a private place? So you think he did this because he knows that she's going to make a scene? Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm trying to think. I'm like, who's broken up with me in a public space? And I thought, you know what? Probably good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good call. (laughs) Good call. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, No, no, no. What, What I'm saying is, is that sometimes, especially... I don't, I don't think it's insane to break up in a public space. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's, like, bad or... Yeah, I just don't think that's bad. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, thi- I, I, thi- I think it being a fancy restaurant, like, you go for coffee or something, you know, like, oh, that, that okay, would be yeah, my yeah, yeah, plate. Yeah. Like, yeah, the no, fancy absolutely, restaurant's absolutely. a little much. Um, <laughs> it is, too, and, like, he's very much like, you look amazing. And I'm like, mm, 
we might want to tone that down, friend. <laughs> I know what's coming. I've seen this movie a hundred times. Although I will say, uh, oh God, just speaking of this does remind me where I accidentally did break up with a girl basically over dinner. Like we were going out, it was fine. And like, we were, we were going out for dinner and I think it was like mm-hmm. college or whatever. So we were just like at a pub. Yeah. And, uh, and I said something like, oh, you know, like it's going to be summer soon. So like, I guess, you know, we should, at some point we should probably just figure out what's going to happen with that. And I was just like putting out, she's like, yeah, let's not, talk, just t- let's not talk about it or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but whatever. Like we should talk about it at some point or whatever. She's like, yeah, let's just not talk about it. And like, I didn't pick up on it. And then like the conversation just progressed to like, well, I guess we break up then. And I was like, oh, oh, I, I really should have let that lie. And then like we broke up and then had to awkwardly ride the bus back uh, with each other. Ooh, uh, bus ride. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah. I thought yeah, you were yeah, going to yeah. say the car. I'm like, okay, no, that's fine. No. no. Bus ride? I'm getting an Uber. Like I just. Oh, this, oh Ubers did not exist. Uh, oh my God. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think a lot of this hangs on things that we didn't see in their relationship. Um, but I don't think it's, and by the way, I'm not going to slag on Elle Wood's arc through this. I think she does great. She ends up in a real great place. And like, there's only a few things right at the beginning where I'm going to like put blame on, on her. But I think like the, as in terms of the villain, I think he's pretty justified in, in what he does at the beginning here because, oh yeah. He he says he one he says exactly what he wants and what he expects, and is very clear about that. He's like, um, needs to get serious, focus. He wants to run for office, and she he doesn't think she's the girl that can support him in doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think at the beginning of the movie, he's right about that. No, he is right, and I. And I think it's a, you know it's a great tool to get this character to be like, okay, I'm gonna rise above what where I'm at right now. I want more. I want something different. But the propelling force of that is this guy, which makes it like I think for our arguments. Okay, I'm and I'm saying this again. If I'm watching this movie, just nothing. Love it. I'm in 100%. I support this woman's art, everything that happens. Sign me up, all right? But for this, I got to say, no, (laughs) okay? You propel yourself over there for a guy. Okay, so first of all, first of all, you had no interest in this. You have taken a slot from someone else. That's important, okay? She, at at least for the first, I would say, three quarters, like uh, half of the movie, let's say, the first 50% of the movie, she's taken a education spot from another person because she can afford to, because she's privileged, because she can pay for a filmmaker to make her um, audition video <laughs> or whatever um, to yeah, enlist. Essay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 to enlist the help. And I'm not saying like they they do indicate that she's very smart. They're like, listen, you've got a 4.0 GPA, but you're in fashion. Like this, they don't take people like that. That doesn't translate. And I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> to not take somebody that has a full degree in fashion. You know what? Maybe not Harvard Law, uh, but legitimately, that is a benefit. 
oh, to have like special like yes. specialties that you could go into as a lawyer. If certainly. she go if she goes into patent law and has a minor fashion, she'd make mint. I'm just gonna point that out because oh, yeah. like you need somebody who can tell the difference. That's a big thing with engineers who go to uh, law school mm-hmm. is like they just do patent law and it's the most boring thing in the world but they're in such high demand because you need someone who can both understand the technical aspects of it and knows the law. Right. So like, yes, I imagine absolutely. same for fashion too. So I'll just throw that out there. But Sorry, go ahead. But she at the beginning has no, like no motivation to be a lawyer. She's like, Oh, I'm just going, I'm going to go, I'm going to trail this guy. He's the yeah. love of my life. We're going to make it. I'm going to get into this program too. And then he's going to discover that I, uh, you know, I'm I'm changing myself to be who this person wants me to be. And that's kind of a funny thing to think about because that's who she becomes. Yeah. So it's like he was right. <laughs> he he was. did push her towards the correct avenues, not maybe necessarily in the way that he thought what he was doing was that, but very much like the only reason why she like succeeds is better is because she stalked this man. <laughs> yes. And that's yeah. stalking. As I said, she- at the beginning, she does only see herself as being the woman who marries the man. Like that's all she sees for her life. And that's why I love her arc in this is because she becomes self-actualized. She realizes she can do more. It's great, but he's not wrong when he breaks up with her. No, certainly not. (laughs) You're allowed to team. Come on. Uh, You're allowed to break up with anybody you want to. Um, Yeah. Any excuse because you don't want to be with them. Good. You saved them from you. <laughs> Walk away. You don't want this. Don't stay because, you know, oh, you know, this person might need me. It's like, no, no, no. Like you staying in a relationship you don't want to be in is terrible for that person. Dumb. Yes. Them. Yeah. And and he he I think he in that moment recognizes that the, he's not the type of man that she wants to marry. Right. He doesn't want the kept wife who's just like the the trophy housewife sort of thing that she wants to be and has been raised to to think that she needs to become. And he's yeah. just like, what? where our lives are headed are incompatible. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to touch on another uh, <laughs> villain in this. Uh, the Harvard Admissions Board. <laughs> who <laughs> Old, dirty men who <laughs> get the... The, the blonde, big-breasted uh, fashion uh, major from L.A. as their diversity. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I laughed my ass off when that guy said, well, we're always looking for diversity. And I was like, that's, that's the meant. funniest line in the movie. Like, <laughs> Could be more diverse than that. Like, look... <laughs> Oh god. The the every scene of all of these sorority ladies, I'm like, is this some sort of like there's not I don't think there's one woman of color. There's nobody. It's just everyone looks the exact same across the board and you're like, "No, come on. Even a background. Just come on. Why?" Oh, 
Oh yeah, it's God. not a super diverse movie. And the fact that they're like, this is the, the, this diverse, is the diversity like, that really? we're getting into Harvard. You're like, Phew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's maybe, a, I, I don't know, someone <laughs> working on social programs in inner schools who could use, you know, inner city schools and things like that. They could probably use a law degree, you know? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe look over those entrance essays one more time. You know? Yeah. Oh my God! So she, t- yeah, she she takes one of their slot. She takes somebody's slot that would really love to get into Harvard. Um, and it's even like a they pass it off, and it's funny. But you're like, oh my God, the privilege of just like, well, I've changed my mind, Daddy. <laughs> like, I want to do something different now. Let's go. Every every place she goes, she's so extra. Um, literally, by the way, literally causes an accident. To get to oh, the nail yeah. salon. <laughs> she she causes an accident in an, uh, in a in a nail polish related emergency. <laughs> yeah, and then just leaves. And like, then just she's... yeah, just runs in. It's like, well that doesn't involve me. No and none of those people have spoken a line in this movie, so it doesn't matter. And I feel like again, like I said off the top, there is a version of this movie that is dumber and more of a guilty pleasure and i think that's one of the few moments where you're like yeah we're gonna make her like a dumb blonde who isn't aware of her surroundings and thankfully they don't do too many of those in this movie Mm -hmm. like i i will say one of my favorite things is that Elle woods at no point acts like she doesn't belong there and some of that is delusion on her part but like she never acts like she's better than it or you know what I mean? Like she she always walks into a place with the assumption that she belongs there, which was like, I I took his confidence for 50% of the movie. And she even says it out loud. She's playing a part. (laughs) She Mm. says, I look the part like to herself in her room. She very much views this at, at least at the beginning of the movie Almost like it's an acting role. Like this idea of I'm going to show up, I'm going to pull out my little heart notebook, which I'm like, I get what we're doing, but that is so far beyond (laughs) functional. A fluffy pen, which I don't know about you guys. Anytime I've ever been gifted something like that, one of those things have crossed my path. I throw it out immediately. That's ins- that is not conducive to writing, man. That thing throws you your balance off. It's so it's so I yeah. can't stand things that don't function. Like you it got really it. Oh, me. nice. <laughs> uh, center of gravity matters on a writing instrument. It, it does. does balance. It does. That's yeah, yeah. You got to find the right tip that works for you too. Like it's I'm a I'm a fine tip man. You know what I mean? I need yeah. that I need that pen to cut the paper a little bit as I as I go. That little like swish in that cut. You hear it? Great. Great. Fluffy pens, no good. So like she so she does these things that I would call uh, and again, only looking at it through our scope are definitely morally questionable because it's like okay, this concept of like playing a part and then it turns into like oh, like even this is such a small thing, but I felt so bad for that guy when she saves the uh weird guy. You know what I mean? He's like, "Ooh, I'm a little awkward." But first of all, I'm like, this guy goes to Harvard. He's a little awkward. 
he's catching a date. I'm sorry. Look at he's you know what I mean? He's tall. He's got he's got a great future ahead of him. Somebody will find this man. But what they do and it has one of my favorite lines in the movie because it's so insanely written like i'm like who hmm. what yeah i gotta find it i to to pitch it exactly oh wait. this this is girls, when girls like me yes. don't go out with losers like you i was like i have not heard that once in the wild i have heard many men many men get turned down in my day and my god has no one ever said that in the history of time no this is this is the perfect rejection this is this is this is the mythical rejection that does not exist no 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 no, I, no one's I wrote, ever said that no you may uh, you may think that in your head mm. that that is what someone's gonna say to you but absolutely no one ever will. oh my god So then, okay, and to save him, and this is a very nice moment, okay, but if you think about it for even a second, you're like, oh no, because we've got Elle Woods, she goes over, and she slaps him, and she's like, you know, you never called me back, and and which is, I'm on board, I like that, this is a fun concept, I'm into that, I would totally, yes, but then (laughs) she goes into like, I would say five or six more sentences, the greatest night of passion of my life, all this stuff. I'm like, dude, if you got a date with either of those women, your dick must be quivering going into that night. There's no way. You'd be so nervous. Greatest night of passion of this woman's life? Oh, no, we've set the standard far too high. That's Yeah, that's a, that's a bit much to uh, live up to. I agree. Uh, that is, that's a lot of pressure. Oh and also God. just the fact that those women immediately turn around. Uh, and they're like, so when Whoa. are we going out? Oh, fuck you then. Like, fuck you. No, two minutes ago, you said a girl like you would never date a guy like me. Fuck yeah. right off. Also, uh, I, I think it might be pointing that um, uh, uh, L might have uh, uh, me tooed him 20 years from now. <laughs> like, like, there's going to be rumors that start going around about how he slept with L Woods and never called her back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even think of that angle at all. Like, <laughs> kind of falsely yeah. have rumors like, well, you this know, he's up, for, he's up for the Supreme Court, but there are rumors that he like really messed around in uh, college. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, yeah it, it plays as a nice thing. It's just so unrealistic. It's like that's 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 a male writer's horror story in their head of what a girl would say if you asked yes. about. That's I will say, I think these things that would never happen really add to the charm of this movie. Yeah. Because there are several of them, of course. <laughs> um, I would say the scene that has the most this would never happen would definitely be the bend and snap scene. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem tacked on. It, like, it seems like it's from a different movie somehow. So it, to me, it's like, because, okay, I very much consider this movie like it's the pop song of movies. It yeah. is, it is bubbly. You don't have to listen to all the lyrics to enjoy it. You're like, ah, oh, we're just having fun out here. And that's very much the vibe of this scene is just like, okay. And I think you notice it because it goes on longer than any of the other sections where it's like, this one happened. <laughs> 
But because it's like a three minute scene, you're like, what? And the guy comes out from the back, bend and snap works every time, ladies. Like, it's just something that is in this reality that I love. That like, there's these pockets of women across the world in the Legally Blonde universe that know about the bend and snap. (laughs) Because if I saw a human woman do that anywhere, well, I, I would stop. I will, I will say that. I would stop. I would stop what I was doing and look over and be like, what? And I could be wrong, but I don't think putting your breasts on a hand shelf does anything for anyone when they're perked like that. I could be wrong. It's yeah. a weird... It's, it's a, a weird move to begin with. I get the bending over, you're showing oh, your ass. Absolutely. I get the, like, you snap up and, like, yeah. you push your chest out. Of, like, I guess it's just, like, it, it's kind of peacocking is what it is. I think it's literally peacock because they yeah. look like a bird. <laughs> and we're dumb. <laughs> Me, uh, men are dumb, and we'll fall for that, for sure. Oh, my God. I just, I was dying. La- I love that scene. I think yeah. that scene's so fucking funny because it's it's nuts. What? It is nuts. Works Um, every time. (laughs) I do want to get your opinion on one piece of villainy here Mm. that I think is inexcusable. Well, I think there's two. (laughs) Which is using the same pet name for two girlfriends. Oh, I thought you were going to say the murder. Okay. Oh, well, we can (laughs) talk talk about the murder, too. (laughs) But I I, I honestly like, because he calls both Elle and then Vivian Mm. Pooh Bear. And to me, that is very distasteful. It is distasteful, but I would argue brilliant. (laughs) You think that's okay? Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, no, it's. I'm not saying it's okay. Okay, I'm saying, like, if I found out somebody was doing that to me, I would find it very off-putting. But I would say... (laughs) From his point of view, brilliance. You're never going to fuck up anybody's name. Seamless, just just a seamless transition. You know what I mean? Just no problems. You skirt on by. That's oh, good. That's smart that's the, stuff. That's the grossest. So it's like the, hey, buddy, or hey, guy, hey, friend yeah. uh, version, but relationship? Absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. so much grosser than I even thought it was. I just thought... <laughs> So you don't Brilliant. say the wrong name in bed? Yeah. Oh, oh. Although I was I just I, like... I can't, oh my God. Do you imagine him saying Pooh Bear in bed though? That's not a... Th- I don't think he's whipping it out in bed. <laughs> no, no. Harder, Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think so. That's not good. Um, yeah. I, I think like you could use terms like, you know, generalized terms of affection, like baby mm. or like honey sweetie those sorts of things can be recycled i think mm. relationship to relationship but like pooh bear is such a specific thing oh yeah for sure like i i feel like his mother calls him pooh bear or yeah. something like he's just like thrown it's it's something that's been internalized and thrown out somewhere else um but either way i say i would agree absolutely not like a chill move but brilliant come on <laughs> There was a problem. He came up with a solution for came it. Up with Why a are we arguing about that? <laughs> Did you want to talk about the murder? Okay. So, well, no, I was just saying, if we're talking about, like, things that we can't excuse. Oh, yeah. yeah I would say probably the murder. Although you do understand why this woman's pissed. 
Okay. <laughs> she. Okay. So we have this whole thing where like Elle's working on this, this case with this fitness guru that's accused of murder, of, accused of murdering her husband because her husband was like... Uh, old and rich, basically. Old and rich, uh, 34 years older than her, okay? And he has a 26-year-old daughter, and this woman is the same age as her. I don't know if that necessarily translates on screen. <laughs> I think I don't think they look the same age to me. I'm like, that looks like an older woman in my opinion. But, of course, that doesn't matter. It's like this, this daughter is... Mess mentally messed up over the fact that her dad is, and I quote, humping like gorillas <laughs> with a woman the same age as her, and she's very upset about it. Does that mean the murder is excused? Certainly not. No, I would no, no, I would no, no, say no. uh big fuck no. But you get why she's pissed. Yeah, you get why she's pissed. But uh, also, I'm gonna say that this this is the dumbest murder defense or uh, murder <laughs> suspect I've ever heard. Yes. Like she almost deserves to go to jail because she refuses to give her alibi. Oh, the fitness guru. Yes. The fitness guru. Yeah. Because she's like, I was getting liposuction the day that he was murdered. But if I tell anybody my fitness empire is ruined, it's like, well, you know what else will ruin you being convicted of your husband's murder? Oh, okay, yes. I would love to really just dive into this woman for a hot second. Because firstly, yes. If you, in your mind, think being called a murderer <laughs> is better than a fraud, <laughs> you gotta, we gotta analyze some stuff, girl. We gotta, we gotta sit down, take a moment, think about it, okay? Because you're not making, or I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming you're probably not making a lot of money in jail. You know what I mean? You're not get collecting funds off of your epic fitness Empire, videos yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You're secondarily, how fucking dare you? How dare you represent yourself as a fitness person that can sculpt women's bodies and then behind closed doors go get liposuction instead of preaching some sort of body acceptance? My God, <laughs> she should just be like, you know, everybody's ass gets a little crazy sometimes or whatever. Who yeah. cares? I'm okay. not even going to hold it that much against her. Like if she's just honest about it, she's like, yeah, I work out. And also I got cosmetic, sur cosmetic surgery. Um, because you're lying to all the women that follow you. Right. You make women believe that your body form is, can be obtained without anything but fitness and good health. And that is not correct, girl. That is not, that's not a good chill move. Also, you know what else isn't a chill move? Sexually harassing the people that work for you. Because forcing, gay or not, forcing a man to wear a thong as his outfit to clean the pool because you like to watch him do it, that's oh, not, that, that's a, I missed that point, I think. Oh, <laughs> that is not a safe workspace, okay? No. And that guy's not good because, of course, you shouldn't go on the stand and lie that you've had an affair with a woman you haven't, and that's the reason, or whatever. But you could understand why this guy would be a little freaking pissed because you show up to work every day as a pool boy, which is honestly, just as a side note, a concept that 
does it, I, I can't wrap my head around. How do you hire <laughs> one person to take care of your pool? And that's like their title and their job. Yeah. And they're here so often you can have, you have like. I imagine it's like a paper route. Like, like you're going from all the houses on the street and doing it. I imagine. Can you tell I've never had money? I yeah, like this no, is something where no, it, it I, just I, I blows mean, my mind. I'm like, I'm how just, is that a thing? <laughs> I'm literally just guessing here. The, don't take that as an authority. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing that one person couldn't occupy their whole day taking care of one pool. Like, do they? Like, unless it's is, like is the YMCA like or something. Like, then yeah, you're you're looking after it all day. But like a private pool. I don't, yeah, I don't know how Like, is works. it just like a blanketing term and you also take care of the landscape and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I have so many questions <laughs> about the function of that job. Yeah. Anyway, so but, to say, I don't think this woman's a good woman. <laughs> no. Um, and, and makes it so much harder on her legal team because she's like, first of all, she's very dismissive of any legal counsel being like, fuck mm-hmm. that guy. You're the person who hired him as a lawyer. You're 26. Do you know how long you're going to go to jail for? (laughs) So long. Well, life is 25, so she might be up when she's 51. I mean, you know. uh, How good is your ass going to look by then? But the the audacity of not giving your alibi. Because, okay, uh, morality of not telling your uh, clients or whatever that you get cosmetic surgery. That aside, I'm, and I'm no legal expert. But I'm pretty sure that in a legal case, you could go to the judge and be like, hi, we have an alibi, but it involves uh, confidential medical information. Uh, We would like to present this evidence, but not have it made public. Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea how that works. Yeah, but that would be a lot, right? (laughs) Like, like. There's no way that, uh, you know, a client, like the doctor privilege thing can just come out because it's in court. Like, I'm pretty sure there's got to be something where you can go to the judge and be like, this is a doctor. They say that she was here for a medical appointment. The jury can know that it was a medical appointment, but we do not want it disclosed what that medical appointment was. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, There's, I, <laughs> the lawyering in this doesn't work. The like, uh, it it doesn't matter. The I, to me, what matters is is she'd rather be called a murderer. <laughs> yeah, that maybe she just go to jail. <laughs> my God, oh Lord, that is a weird stance to take. Okay, so I would love to just turn if we're if you're okay with it, to turn yeah. our attention to Vivian. Yes, because Vivian is very much like ooh. Um, she's seen as like this flaunting kind of I'm bitchy and I'm going to make your life hard. No, no. Okay. I'm going to disagree. And for several reasons, I honestly think everything she does to Elle is justified aside from assuming that, that, that she was trying to work her way up by sleeping with people. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, I would say that was the one lapse in judgment where I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, you know, believe women, of course, but everything up until that point, I'm like, yes. Okay, even the mean stuff she does, I believe, is totally justified. The okay. costume? I felt the costume yes. was a little much. No. Okay. Like, no, and I, here's yeah, why. Go, go okay. on. Okay, here's why. So you have, you have a woman in front of you, and they establish that 
Vivian knows about Elle already. She's heard all about it. She knows who she is, where she comes from, what's going on. It's also established that Vivian and uh, what's it, the big W? Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Warner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Warner. The, the X. Um, the Vivian and, uh, and Warner have dated in the past. Okay, mm. they, they have already dated, and that's w- how we kind of breeze over the fact that they've been engaged in, in like three months' time. So quickly he got engaged with her, but they have dated in the past. My family knows your family, all this kind of stuff, whatever. She already knows who Elle is. So when we see Vivian in the classroom saying, yes, you should kick her out, valid. She already knows who this woman is. If you're Mm. watching that under the assumption that she doesn't know who she is and she's just being bitchy to her because she's wearing pink, sure. But that's not what's happening here. We established literally like 10 minutes later that this woman has heard all about this woman, knows she's come here Assumably to specifically break her and her fiance up. Okay. Somebody that she dated in the past has history with. Okay. This woman shows up out of nowhere, very stalker energy. Okay. Very much like I'm here to break you and your man up. Okay. Of course she's going to flaunt the ring. Of course she's going to be like, yes, we're engaged. Da 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 da. You have to do that. At of this course moment. you can't join our study group. Yes. You oh, psycho. The study group. Oh my God, the study group. I was freaking out. Because I know that's very much like, I'm trying to be nice. It's like, no, no, no. How do you know we're here? Do you have a tracker on this man? Like, how, how are you so built into this guy's life that you're showing up? Put yourself in her shoes, okay? You're with your boyfriend. Your boyfriend's kind of shitty, okay? Admittedly, okay? He's not great. But, okay, you're with this guy. You're engaged. His ex shows up and is like, I want to join this very intimate study group. And she just shakes her and says, no, we're full. Which is the kindest answer she could have given her because she could have been like, fuck off, stop bothering me, you crazy bitch. <laughs> so yeah. you know what I mean? Like No, that's a that's uh it is not a cool move. Mm-hmm. Like if you're yeah, her okay. her goal is to steal her man. So Vivian's thing isn't just like you have followed this guy to this school to try and win it back. So like, do you think that having you in the group to the study group might be counterproductive? Do you think that might be introducing some drama into my life that I don't necessarily want? Of course it is. So then we get to this party, okay, where she's like, it's a costume party. Now, we've covered that on the past in in past episodes (laughs) where we're like, you're a freaking dick if you do this. I'm going to argue you're not a dick if that person just continues to constantly show up where you are uninvited and constantly invites herself and constantly thinks that, oh, like, it's fine. You don't know my plan. I'm going to just try and squeeze into places, literally hit on Warner at the party that I come to in this costume, walk around confidently, call you a frigid bitch and bounce out. Okay, I think her doing that, I get the move. Okay, this woman keeps showing up where you are. Every play, every twist and turn. Can you, can I can I hang out with uh, your fiance? I'm trying to get him in a corner. Like, yeah, at a moment you have to push back 
because this person's just going to continue to come to you constantly. Yeah. Yeah. You got to set boundaries. And like, this is, as you said, this is something that they worked hard to accomplish and she very much writes off as like, well, it was hard, like getting into Harvard. She's like, yeah, it was hard for a lot of people. I don't, okay, I'm not going to argue that these two individuals worked super yeah, hard yeah, that's to get true, there. That's true. There's a very strong chance of like their last names. Did oh, something. well, and in Warner's case, it's very much <laughs> Vivian later says that that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like they necessarily, I'm not going to say that. Okay. But this was their career trajectory the entire time. They haven't switched all of a sudden on a whim. Right. They've <laughs> taken this seriously. And it's, I will say it is very frustrating to be involved in something that you take seriously and someone else just treats like a joke or, or isn't there for, right? You want to get rid of that person right away. Yes. And why would, why does this woman have to be sunny and cheery to somebody that's trying to ruin her? She doesn't. She doesn't. Okay. Her being rude to the main character doesn't make her evil. It makes her right in this in this in this area because yes, she showed up, she's taking his classes, she lies to him. Like the first thing Elle does when she sees Warner is like, "Oh my god, I didn't see you there. You go here, girl, stop." Like, no, you you had a very carefully calculated plan that you're lying to him about. Come meet me outside by the benches. Yeah. Oh, this is too formulated to be good. <laughs> yeah, and and from Vivian's perspective, Elle is the other woman. Yes, she is. Of course she is. Because they were dating. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Warner goes to the West Coast, to California. They break up. He starts dating her, Elle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they get back together. Like, that's that, like, weird kind of mistake in the middle that we don't talk about, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like at the wedding where they're like, we met in high school and we dated for four years in college. And then we decided to take a little break, but we found our way back to each other because true love. And you're like, Oh, yeah. awesome shit went on. Oh, let's, let's hear a wedding speech about those intervening years. <laughs> Let's hear. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you turn this uh, vinyl around? I want to get to the B side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember when he went to the West Coast and hooked up with uh, uh, law school Barbie, as we called her, yeah. for four years? Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, like that is so. <laughs> Uh, I don't understand why she's constantly like, I don't, she, she has this like real, Elle has this real attitude of like, I don't know why this woman's being mean to me. And it's like, she should absolutely be being mean to you. Well, and I think there is a good point to be made here, which is that ultimately Warner is kind of dickish to both of them in how he treats the people that he uh, is in relationships with. And you see this a little at the end where I think Vivian and Al kind of come together and realize that they have more in common about how they've been treated um, than they think, right? Or that they initially thought. I think, I think the moment where they're like, yeah, the law professor that they're working for keeps asking us to get coffee. And like, that's kind of sexist. Not kind of sexist, is sexist. Um, 
and there's that moment, but it immediately is kind of defeated by that, like, oh, <laughs> she's trying to sleep with the professor to get ad- advanced. Oh, yeah, which, how could you ever assume that? <laughs> yeah. That old... <laughs> oh, God, I hate I hate the knee grab, Craig. Yeah. Because all women know what the knee grab means, and it's like, it's one of these things where... It, it's like a like a pervert's playground. It's the gray area of like, what? That was nothing. Because they think if you freak out, they'll be like, well, that was nothing. What? You can't you can't be touched ever. Like not even on the leg. And it's like, we know what that is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, the rate the rage in my heart. And I've I've only experienced a couple of knee grabs, but every time I have launched. And uh, not once has the guy I'm describing it to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> They're like, what? He just, yeah, what? He touched your knee? And I'm like, yes, he touched my knee. <laughs> like, do you understand <laughs> what that means? It's all about the implication. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would never grab a uh, 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 male friend's knee like that. Is the is Well, that's always the standard, right? right? Would you do yeah. this to your platonic friend? No, then maybe don't do it. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. back that truck that, up. <laughs> that's a bad move. Yeah, for sure. Oh uh, my god, I love. You know what I love about this is the ending, like of her, like blowing this case wide open, is so just like this is the only way she could solve this. <laughs> it's the only way she was going to win. If there was anything else, if it didn't have to do with like every little pocket she finds, it's because. It's like fashion or like, yeah. oh, that guy noticed my Prada shoes or whatever. So That, by the way, is the largest jump in logic I have ever Woo! heard. So, so first yeah. of all, that uh, only that <laughs> I don't even know where to start. That because somebody uh, noticed and recognized your shoes, that means that they're gay. And that only gay people would recognize your shoes is just a jump in logic. Yeah, definitely the, a leap, for sure. The, yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're uh, in the fashion industry. Who knows? Um, the fact that because they are gay, uh, they would never have had sex with a woman is another leap. It's also yeah. by erasure, right? Like, it, you maybe he's bisexual, uh, pansexual, wh- whatever. And the fact that, like, therefore he's lying because... <laughs> Like, it's just none of the connections hold up to any scrutiny. Absolutely not. And especially not his partner standing up and getting upset. I'm like, you know what he's doing. You've been in court with him. You know what's happening. Why? Why would that be the insulting moment to you? That's so wild. (laughs) It does not hold up. And the other thing that really bothers me about this is that it's it's framed it's framed as though the defense team's job is to solve the murder and yes, that's that not is their job <laughs> that, is, that was killing me cuz i was like yeah like you just have to prove that she didn't do it reasonable and, doubt even and you also have that proof <laughs> You have it. She was getting liposuction. She couldn't have done it. Yes. You have the proof in your hand. There's no reason. 
okay, you don't want to tell the court where your alibi is? Let's get all the traffic cameras between where your mm-hmm. medical appointment was yeah. and, and home <laughs> to prove that, like, at this time you were there. Uh, let's establish motive for other people to create reasonable doubt. Let's question other people's alibi. Like, there's just so much work that an entire team of lawyers didn't do. And I know that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is that, like, use what you know and everyone has value and can contribute to other things. And I like that. And it works. It's just, it's the worst client for any lawyer to have. (laughs) And the worst, she fires... The best scumbag or not, the best the defense weirdest attorney. Switch. <laughs> uh, uh, when the court, when the trial is already like halfway through, and yeah. hires a first year law student, like the judge would be like, "I am absolutely not going to allow you to do this because this is grounds for a mistrial." Yeah, absolutely. My God, and. The idea that she wouldn't just, like, I understand firing a scumbag. Absolutely. You learn something unsavory about a person, you don't want them around anymore, valid. You have so much money. (laughs) Just hire someone else and be like, Elle, you're the number two. (laughs) Like, just number two this for me. But I, you know, that's not, that's not our universe. That's That's not our universe, baby. We're in Legally Blonde, which I, again, I would like to say, a phenomenal movie title. Phenomenal. It's great. <laughs> Legally I, Blonde, you get it. You know what it's about. I thoroughly enjoyed watching this movie. Hey. Again. Yeah. You know? How do you great. not? It is great. a pop song of a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else? I, I don't <sighs> know. For me, it's just that, like, where she ends up is great mm. and good for her, but you cannot fault Warner for acting the way he did and being clear about his intentions and reasons right at the beginning because they're true. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's it. it. We did it. We did it. Uh, We solved it, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think? Uh, Time to rank our villains? Absolutely. All right. Um, What, What do you got? I've got the sorority scale. Um, so, uh, and I'm going to rate, uh, Warner. I'm going to go from bake sales to blindfolded hazing. I'm going to give him an out of control kegger. You know what I mean? We, I, I get what we're doing here. I understand the functioning, why we're doing it, but there, there's some casualties we need to take care of. I like it. That's good. Yeah, that's absolutely, he's actually, absolutely has kegger energy. Uh, I did the Latin legal terms uh, scale, which, you know, pop up in the movie here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, by the way, I had to look all of these up. I do not know any of these. So, on a scale of ad hoc to quid pro quo, um, I'm going to rank Warner a habeas corpus. Uh, because, uh, which is, you know, you got to be presented in court early because I think he presented his case against, uh, against L, uh, clearly he presented it early on. He didn't drag anything out and, uh, I think he deserves credit for that. So I'm going to give Warner a habeas corpus. No, I like that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a minute. Uh, but uh, uh, in the meantime, uh, before then, what is the word I'm trying to use here? Now? <laughs> is now the word I'm trying to use? Uh, but before we get to that, 
<laughs> in the time previous to that, which is the time now, uh, guys, there's some ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, maybe help me out with some grammar lessons, <laughs> learn how to speak better. Um, <laughs> um, as always, we are on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash the villain was right. As you heard off the top, we're doing uh, listener choice month next month. And this was an audience choice uh, for, for May. Um, so, guys, we absolutely... Uh, let you choose at least one episode every month. Uh, so if you sign up at our Two Face uh, level or above, uh, you'll get uh, you'll get to be able to vote on that. And as well uh, at our Gollum level, we also get uh, some pretty cool bonus episodes that we don't talk about on the podcast regularly. Maybe stuff where the villain isn't right. Uh, this month uh, we've got uh, the Penguins of Madagascar, which got weird and dark. It's honestly, it's a lot of fun. I had a good time doing it. And Rebecca's pick for this month is uh, Serenity, uh, the Firefly uh, movie. Oh, yeah. So uh, that that's going to be a lot of fun too. So check that out. And guys, if you just want to get in touch with us, as always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Villain was right on Facebook, and Villain was right at gmail.com. If you guys want to email us suggestions. Um, I don't know, love letters, whatever you're feeling that day. Yeah, send it over. Talk to us. Do it up. We love it. Uh, guys, thanks again for all the raccoon content. Got some more <laughs> this week. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I guess that's uh, it's time for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, this week I've just got a casual, just my hero uh, is a concept of just doing things with your hands again. Oh, <laughs> I forgot yeah. that that's important. <laughs> and sometimes I fall out of that. And then I just start doing something like, uh, like I started sewing. Um, so that's been really fun or just coloring or anything where you're just working, creating, existing. Um, that's definitely going to be my hero of the week this week. Cause it's just been pulling me out so many times of just like, Oh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Why don't I feel like a human being? I don't know if that's happening to you guys. Sometimes I'm like, does time exist? Do I? What's happening? Um, because I'm so not in a routine, but in a weird one at the same time yeah. of just monotonous nothing. Doing stuff with your hands. Lego. Oh, Lego me up. Build a fort that you can destroy. Um, anything like that. I just... I forgot how important that is, and that's going to be my hero because that has helped me very much lately. I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I, I yeah, connect your mind and body somehow. Uh, create art, draw, um, build something, build a shelf, like whatever it is. And like, because honestly, I, I feel the same way, Rebecca. It's definitely helped me out too to like oh, take you up drawing need, or oh, like build making something. pasta. Pounded out a piece of dough. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cooking's another stuff. one, right? Yeah, because yeah. your your hands are moving. Uh, yeah, stops your brain from running away. Absolutely. Oh, great advice. Love it. Um, not, I just it is. I, I you don't have to, but it's great for me. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I th no, but I I honestly do think that we forget that. Like I forget that we forget that we're not just intellectual creatures, and that like we have to do things with our hands to to. Oh, feel... we're, we're monkeys. We're monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> we're monkeys. <laughs> we're monkeys just pre pressing that uh, that feel good button uh, right into our brain. Uh, awesome. Yes. So I have I have a hero this week as well. Um, so uh, this is this is very good news to tell. I got uh, my first dose, everybody, of the vaccine. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yes. And I felt the best that. I have ever felt in the last 14 months after it. And I don't know if it was the vaccine. I probably not <laughs> considering that the side effects are to not feel good, but I think it was, I'm not going to discount 
that this was the first collective experience that mm. I have had in about a year and a half, right? Because, oh my God, this was, this was, I, I was ecstatic. So what happened was we, we've heard of this, um, this clinic that was open that we could get our vaccines at. Uh, so it ended up being, uh, me, our producer, Andrew and Diana as well. We all piled in a car like last minute and like drove up to where it was and we get there and we get into line and we're like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're ready. I didn't drink any coffee in the morning. Cause I'm like, I'm ready to stand outside and I don't want to have to go to the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and we're like, but they just let us right in. And then they, it was this church, this Pentecostal church. And we went in and they have you all seated. Um, like you're getting ready for an exam, right? They're all six feet apart, but they're all spaced out and you're in this big room all looking forward. And so like everyone's just like, but the mood is just like giddy with everybody in there. So we're all sitting down and like we're joking about how like, oh, you know, like it's in a church. So they're going to try and uh, they're going to try and like convert us first. You know what I mean? Like we're going to oh, have yeah. to sit. It's like you'll get the vaccine, but you'll have to sit through the presentation. <laughs> so like, It's like a timeshare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we were saying. So like and then, uh, you know, it is a church. So like as they're getting ready. So nine o'clock is when they let us in. But like the vaccinations didn't start till 10. So they're just kind of getting things going and like people set up and whatnot. So they let us in. They let us sit down and uh, they just start playing the music over the PA system that they have. And it's kind of just whatever music the church has. Right. So it's like a lot of like soft instrumental of like old hymns or like, you know, pop songs, but like done in Mm -hmm. that very like nice piano floaty sort of way. Yeah. And then 10 o'clock hits when they're supposed Mm -hmm. to start doing the vaccines and the tone shift in the move in the music was unbelievable. It suddenly switches (laughs) to the most like upbeat and vibrant like Caribbean gospel music. Like it's like steel drums and just being like, I believe, I believe. And like people are legitimately getting amped in here. Uh, Andrew described it as like vacation Jesus. Like it felt like (laughs) it was like vacation Jesus. Jesus. And it's like, and the spirit of vacation Jesus just like took (laughs) us all. And we're getting so fucking amped and like just ready for this. And then uh, what happens is they bring out this little cart, you know, with the vaccines on it and the people in their their masks and everything like that. They're getting people's health cards and all the rest. Oh, sorry. Before I get to this, I will point out another great moment for me. For the first time in 14 months, I made a stranger laugh. Oh, my God. Oh, pour it on me. Yeah. The the nurse is taking our information and she goes. And uh, Dan, our friend, uh, our producer is like, well, what, what, just curious, what vaccine are we getting today? And she goes, oh, you're getting the Moderna vaccine. And uh, then the nurse is like, yeah, a lot of people are like, you know, they want to be able to choose between the Pfizer and the Moderna. And we're like, well, we don't have the Pfizer. Like, it's kind of whatever we get today is what, what you're getting. And so I was just like, yes. Uh, and today the chef recommends the Moderna. It pairs very well with a red. And the nurse laughed out loud. I don't think that's that good of a joke. <laughs> just <laughs> to be clear. But laughing. I just said it. And she laughed and was like, that's a good one. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't felt this in so long. I'm alive. And uh, so then, okay, so getting back to it, the, this, this cart comes out and it goes to the first guy in the first row. So kind of everyone in the room is like, okay, so this cart is going to move up and down the rows and we're all going to get our vaccines. So everybody is, whether they realize it or not, are so excited about this that they're watching the first guy get his vaccine, right? Oh so, my God. So he rolls up his <laughs> sleeve and like, you know, the nurse is like talking yeah. to him and stuff, asking him the questions and she jabs him in the arm and does it. 
And he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. And he's rolling his sleeve down. And then once that's done, he kind of like just looks around and then realizes that yes. like e- every eye on the, in the room is with him. Yeah. And he just kind of like looks at everyone and gives like a, a thumbs up. And like you could see a smile like under his mask mm-hmm. in the eyes. And then the whole room starts applauding and cheering for this guy. Stop. <laughs> We're losing Stop. our minds. And then like as that's happening, um, like four more carts come out from the back. It was like an Oprah, everyone's getting a car kind of moment. <laughs> like people are losing their mind. There's this like Caribbean gospel music just blaring. And we're like just getting jabbed in the arm and then like sitting there for 15 minutes. On the drive back, we were cranking music, dancing in the car. <laughs> We were dancing. We were screaming Moderna out the sides of the windows. I was amped up the entire day. The entire day, I was like on 11. I have not had this level of energy forever. I was waiting for the side effects to kick in. I was like, I'm not. I'm doing laundry today. I'm like in my headphones. I'm going out on the balcony and just fucking dancing and like screaming along to like these upbeat punk songs. Uh... The best mood I've been in every day, I, most of it was that collective experience of cheering that guy. I'm just so happy about this. That's my hero of the week. Phenomenal hero. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> just, just some top shelf stuff, Craig. That was very good. I love that. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Um, well, guys, uh, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform. Yeah, you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for shows. When yes. those happen again. Follow our uh, social medias to see what we are posting up next week. Uh, and again, guys, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that the bend and snap works every time, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>